Welcome to VPG's Virtual Water Cooler Chat Podcast, where we share lessons and stories of women professionals to help empower other women and expand a greater circle of influence so we walk our journey with those who understand and appreciate us. Today, we'll chat with Sheena Yapchan. Sheena is a keynote speaker, consultant, and author on the topic of building self-confidence, as well as the co-author of the internationally best-selling books, Asian Women Who Boss Up and International Women of Color Who Boss Up. Her newest book, The Tao of Self-Confidence, is available for pre-order for its release in May of 2023. Sheena is also the founder and host of the award-winning podcast, The Tao of Self-Confidence, where she has interviewed over 800 women about their inner journey to self-confidence, including celebrities, eight-figure CEOs, and more. To date, The Tao of Self-Confidence has over 1 million downloads. Sheena has been featured on Mind Valley, Fox, Thrive Global, Manila Times, and was named one of Disrupt Magazine's top 10 self-confident slash self-love coaches to follow. Hello, Sheena. Thank you so much for um, coming on our show today. And uh, I really want to, first of all, thank you for everything that you do to help promote and empower Asian women. Um, so without further ado, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what makes you you? Thank you so much, Ashley, for having me as a guest on your show today. It's such an honor to be here on this podcast to share a little bit about who I am. So for those of you who may not know me, my name is Sheena Yapchan, and I was actually born in the Philippines and moved to Canada when I was seven, but I actually moved back when I was 13 and then came back again when I was 16. So. Everything really started with growing up in Canada. You know, when I saw people on TV, on magazines, on billboards, I never saw anybody that looked like me. There was no Asian role models to look up to. So I was always afraid of, or I was always ashamed of being Asian. I wanted to have blonde hair and blue eyes and change my name to Heather to sound more Western. And it really wasn't until my 20s when I decided to dye my hair from blonde back to my original hair color is where I really embraced being Asian. And so in 2015, I wanted to create something that could elevate Asian women. And also at the same time, I was looking for a resource that really catered to Asian women's confidence. And lo and behold, there was none. So I decided to start something. And that's when I decided to start the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I interview Asian women about their journey to self-confidence. Since then, I've been able to interview over 700 Asian women on this topic of self-confidence, been able to have over 1.2 million downloads all over the world. And I also have an upcoming book under the same title that's coming up next May. And since then, I've been doing a lot of work to create a better representation of Asian women because till this, till this day, we're still seen by our negative stereotypes. You know, we're still seen as quiet and submissive when really Asian women are powerful and strong and brave. And so I do as much as I can to create, to elevate our community, especially for Asian women. One of the things we've done is we've created a book called Asian Women Who Boss Up, where we highlight the stories of 18 Asian women who've been able to forge their own path, overcome obstacles and thrive. And it's been such a huge blessing to create something like that. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me and what I do. I mean, for me, it's really important. Like I mentioned, it's really important to elevate Asian women, especially since the the representation of Asian women in leadership roles is still very, very small, you know, in, in the U.S. and Canada till today. And with the Stop Asian Hate movement, 
we still, you know, are targeted a lot more than men when it comes to Asian hate crimes. So this is why it's so important for us to speak up, to create representation so that we can encourage and inspire others to speak up, to be the person that they're meant to be. So that's a little bit about me. I could not agree with you more. Um, that was such great answer. So thank you so much for giving us a little bit of background about what makes you you. Now, the second question that I have for you is, do you have any role models that help you become who you are today? Thank you so much. That is such a great question. I have so many people that I look up to, you know, especially the women who I've interviewed on the podcast. I love hearing their stories, learning that we all go through things and we have the capability to make things happen, to change our circumstances, to have the confidence to be the women that we are today. Also, my mother and my grandmothers are women that I look up to. You know, when my mom, when we moved to Canada, my mom didn't know how to cook, right? She had to figure it out. She had to learn how to cook for her three children, moving to Canada, not knowing what to do, not knowing what was going on, because back then in the Philippines, we had someone who cooked for us or my grandmother would cook for us. So she was able to learn how to cook. Now she's one of my most favorite cooks in the world. And also my grandmothers, you know, they've been through so much. And being an Asian woman in that time is not always easy. There's so many rules you have to live by. You just do what as you're told and never make any noise. And that was a life back then, right? No, we never had anything like you had to, you can speak up for yourself or you could go out there and create a life of your own. You know, that wasn't taught in, our, in that generation back then. So for them, being able to still put a smile on their face, keep moving forward, live, try to live each day to their fullest. Uh, that was something that always made me realize, you know, how strong they are, how, how amazing they are, because especially in, in Chinese culture, right? Men, the men is always favored over the women. If, if a family had to choose between a son or a daughter to go to school, of course, a son would go to school instead of the daughter. So, you know, just the stories they've, I've listened to and what they've been through, you know, I look up to them and I realize, you know, they're, they're strong, you know, they're just strong Asian women. And of course, women in the media, right? I love Sandra Oh, especially because she's Canadian. I love Michelle Yeoh, you know, everything she does, I just watch. Uh, when it comes to movies, TV shows, Netflix shows, especially this year when she came out as uh, when, when the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once came out. I mean, I love that movie. It was one of my most favorite movies in 2022. And also it's the first time where an immigrant Asian woman was seen as a heroine in the movie, which is very not typical because we're usually, you know, the, the, that immigrant, ordinary immigrant Asian woman is usually in the background, right? She's your auntie shopping at the Chinese grocery store, minding her own business. She's really just in and out to get things done. Right. But here today, you know, for the first time, we're seen as the heroine. So I really love that. And just being able to see such those such amazing characters. So I hope to see more of those. And yeah, those are some of the women that I that I've looked up to. OK, so what makes you decide to have a public profile and to have a podcast back in, I believe it's 2016, to help promote Asian women? and help them tell their stories. Because sometimes, I believe, well, I'm speaking for myself, I'm, I'm not I'm speaking for you, but for me, it was really easy for me to just kind of be blend in and not necessarily be visible and so that I could just kind of agree with people. And at some point, I think it's not until after I started my business 
that I realized that I really have a lot more to say. And, you know, because it's my own company, I have a little bit more autonomy. And I wondered what is that turning point for you? Yeah, that is such a great question. And I was like you too. I was always afraid to promote myself, put myself out there. I was afraid that people might laugh at me or think I'm crazy. Even when I started my podcast, I still had a lot of doubt and fear. You know, people, I just thought maybe people wouldn't like my voice. They thought I was this crazy Asian girl just creating something. And so like you, I had a lot of doubts. But I also realized that if I really wanted the representation that I craved for, it really had to start with myself, right? And then also having a great support support system who push you to go out and do it. Because, you know, I know we've been conditioned to never ask for help, but it's really asking for help that really made, you know, that really boosted my confidence, right? Because now I'm not the only one doing this and it makes it faster, right? And so every time people ask me what my advice is, you know, one of the main things I tell them is you need to ask for help right? Don't be, don't be afraid to do it. It's not shameful. It's not a handout. You know, you're doing, it's going to help you, you know, take your, take your business or your confidence to the next level. So I realized that if I wanted something, I had to start with me, right? That's why I started the podcast. I really wanted to create this strong representation of Asian women. And so I just went out there and did it. Even though if I had no clue what I was doing, even if I was scared, I just went ahead and did it. Right. Um, Every time you step into something new, it's always scary, right? You're like, you're not sure what's going to happen. You don't know if anything will work properly, you know, and then we have this, this notion that everything has to be perfect when it doesn't, right? You just go ahead, figure it out along the way. And because most people do that anyways, especially, you know, you see men who are successful, like half the time they're just figuring it out. So, you know, as women, we try to over-prepare and then something still holds us back. When really, if we just learn to figure things out along the way, we can get so much more done, right? So yeah, for me, it was just really, I had to be the example. I had to lead by example. I could not agree with you more on that. I think there's such a gender differences in terms of like how confidence is portrayed. And sometimes when we are more assertive, people not necessarily, I mean, we get played out by, you know, having set, you know, assertiveness. If we're being assertive, sometimes people may not like, like it and want us to stay in our lane. So, and I think also when you were saying that we have to ask for help, a lot of time we didn't, I mean, for me, I could really ask for help before because it would mean that at least my mindset before was like, oh, that means that I don't know what I'm doing, you know? But honestly, sometimes I really don't know what I'm doing. And so having the courage to ask for help is also a sign of self-confidence. You know, I don't know what it is, so I'm going to go figure it out. And sometimes there might be other, there will be other people that walk that path before me or before you. And, you know, it just makes that journey so much easier and so much more pleasant knowing that someone else was actually there and they could lend a hand or give you advice. So I think that what you just said earlier was just so perfect. So thank you for sharing that. Um, next, 
if you must describe yourself in three words, and this is a random, you know, I, I didn't choose four. I just think that three is kind of cool. What would this words be and why? Three words. Wow. <laughs> that is, um, that is a great question. Uh, I guess persistent because, you know, no matter what happens, if I really want something to happen, I'll make it happen. Um, courageous. Lately, I've been learning to overcome my fears and just keep moving forward um and just over yeah just overcoming my fears and then uh being a go-getter you know making that first move it's not always easy but it's amazing the opportunities you can have when you just go out there and make the first move and i know it's not always easy for women because we've been conditioned to always wait for someone to save us or wait for prince charming but the only person that can save us is ourselves right so we have to go out there and make that first move even if it's scary even if you're afraid of rejection you know, when you focus on the people who do um, you connect with or you focus on the people who do say yes, you'd be surprised like how much you can accomplish. Absolutely. And I am so proud of you that when you went to me and announced that you became an international speaker, I was actually clapping my hands all the way from Northern Virginia. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Can you offer some advice to other Asian women in leadership position and basically based on your own experiences? Thank you so much for that question. And every time I get this, I'm always like, what is the advice that I would give to women in leadership position roles? Well, some of the things that I've done in, in my own journey is really one of the biggest things, especially for Asian women, is really to learn for ask, to ask for help, right? We don't have to do this by ourselves. And asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's not a handout. It's actually, you know, it's it's going to help you move faster, get to that leadership position or be the leader that you're meant to be. You know, taking, having the confidence is really important. You know, being able to walk side by side with people, right? Being able to read other people's leadership stories and how they were able to be that leader and model off of them. I mean, there's so many ways to build on leadership, right? Taking it one step at a time, I think is the most important part because, because sometimes we try to make big leaps and then we don't hit that goal or that thing that we wanted to achieve and then we feel bad about ourselves. So this is why taking it step by step is really a lot better for you because it's those small daily actionable steps is what really yields the big results. And really everything else that I mentioned, you know, the most important thing, which is really coming, uh, which, which I will be talking in my upcoming book is about, you know, the traumas that we still carry, right? Especially in our culture, we, we not only carry our own traumas, but the traumas of our ancestors, of our history. And so we need to learn to un- unlock that, uncover it so we can become our best self, right? Because you can't go out there and be the best leader if there's still something holding you back, right? I believe mindset is so important. So if you're not working on that, then you won't become the best leader that you're meant to be. And I know that's not always easy because our culture always tells us to never share what we're feeling, never share what we're going through, but we really need to talk about what we've been through, right? I mean, I talk about failing kindergarten at the age of five years old right? And how that really traumatized me and made me think for the longest time I was a failure when really I was just meant to do something different, right? Because I failed kindergarten for coloring outside the lights. So for me, it was, you know, it wasn't that I was a failure. It was really that I was just always meant to color outside the lights. 
And this is why we need to learn to uncover our trauma. We need to learn to talk about it, bring this up so we can become our best self, especially in a leadership position. So I hope this helped you out a little bit. So when is the, uh, I think that is currently um, available for pre-order on Barnes & Noble <laughs> and maybe like, is it available on Amazon? Or what yeah. other? It's, avenues? yeah, it's, it's, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's, um, you know, all different, all the, like the major outlets that carry books. It's basically available. Um, you can also go to my website, uh, sheenayapchan.com forward slash the Tao of self-confidence. I'll give you a list of which um, which countries it's avail- currently available for pre-order. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited and nervous at the same time because <laughs> this is the first full book that I've written by myself. So um, yeah, super excited and nervous and, and everything else in between. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure that will be great because, you know, this is just going to be the first of the many wonderful publications that you're going to have. And I'm actually going to pre-order. And um, if we wanted to look up, you know, kind of listen to your podcast, it's going to be available. Um, I think your own podcast is The Tao of Self-Confidence. And what other ways can uh, our audience connect with you? Yeah, that is a great question. And so, yeah, The Tao of Self-Confidence is on all major podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Play. So you can just look that up and, you know, binge listen to over 700 interviews. Uh, You can also check out my website, thetaupselfconfidence.com. You can also connect with me um, on my own website, sheenayapchan.com. I have a free report called Eight Ways to Boss Up Your Confidence in Life and Business. You can also pre-order the book. You can also buy a copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up. Um, and if you forget anything that I said, you can also look up my name, Sheena Yapchan, on the internet because I'm the only Sheena Yapchan on the internet. So I'm easy to find. <laughs> and we connected um, at your initiative on LinkedIn. So that was one of the major um, positive things that happened Um I guess it's such serendipity because it without that initiation and my also acceptance on that, we wouldn't be here talking to each other today and we would not have this 2023 collaboration. I'm so excited to start this with you. So thank you so much for all you do. And thank you so much for, you know, taking the time to chat with us today. And I can't wait for this episode to have to, to come out. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honor and I'm really grateful that we've became, we've become such good friends, you know, being able to connect and just chat, um, doing collaborations together. It's been such a huge blessing. So I just want to say that as well. Thank you, Gina.